that are you eating did you eat chipotle for lunch i did oh my god that's another big pregnancy craving i was trying not to tell you i'm sorry (laughs) it's okay i think i ate it too much oh so i'm like not craving it as much as i used to I know when I got it today, too, I was like, shit, I can't say that I got Chipotle because I know Holly's craving it. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm dead. By the way, if you're listening to this right now, Holly had a baby. Holly as in myself. I will have a one, two, three, four, like four or five-day-old baby. everybody intro intro hey everybody you're listening to the small shifts podcast my name is vivian i'm holly (laughs) (laughs) i was rooting her on over here like pumping what is this called uh fist bumping i was fist pumping and i forgot (laughs) i was supposed to introduce myself but i'm holly what's up On this episode, we want to talk about the power of fear. So this is our part two. We're going to talk about maybe some of our experiences as well as how you can empower yourself to prevent some of this fear from impacting your daily life. So I think one of the biggest things that we kind of all see or at least have experiences in and this is totally appropriate for the time of month. Halloween's coming up in a few days. I'm sure a lot of you throughout this whole month have been binge watching some of those scary, scary movies. And so we kind of want to talk about, well, we want to debunk basically some of the scary movies. We also want to talk about how fear is literally driven into our freaking brains mm-hmm. since the beginning of time. <laughs> literally. Like, since the moment we're born. Right. When you're a little kid, I don't know. I used to be really afraid of the dark. And I remember running to my bed thinking people were watching me all the time. Now knowing (laughs) I was just tapping into (laughs) – Yeah, they were. (laughs) (laughs) I was just tapping into a lot of different energies and feeling a lot of things, which felt like I was being – watched as a kid and of course you know like hearing scary stories and I think it's always like an interest that lures people in right and that's the thing is I'm like what like it it leads to the question of well why were you even scared in the first place like it must have been something that you heard or something that you saw and that's what I mean by from the beginning there are even if our parents shelter us till the end of time there are things that are said and done inside of our society that creates like this, oh, this is spooky because I like to be scared. It's like an adrenaline thing or it's like, you know, and we, we create this fear. Like there's this fear that's almost literally programmed in our mind. It's almost like an adrenaline adrenaline too. People seek it. Exactly. That's yeah, It becomes exactly. addictive. And, right. And it's like um, 
you know, so we have this idea, this fear, because we see things, we see movies, we see paranormal, um, you know, ghost shows, like they're just people are so interested because it's so out of this world. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. And so then they watch this stuff or whatever. And then it's like, oh, my God, that's really scary. And then that's where you get the stigma of oh, you can't tap into because you're tapping into ghosts or you're tapping into demonic presence or, you know, and I think that's where it's like, okay, let's really look at, and those of you listening, this is really important that if you have a really big fear around tapping in and things like that, I want you to ask yourself, why? Is it because of your own experiences that you don't quite understand? Or is it because you've seen things or you've been told things by other people that have created a belief system within yourself, right? Right. Um, because for me, my fear started from church. It was from my parents, the things that my parents would say, and I was taught. And it was also based on, I mean, I started seeing things as well, obviously, mm-hmm. but there was not necessarily the education of it's okay or not. It's not, not okay. It's okay. But like, there was this deep like programming. It's just like how I talk about all the time when we're born, we're put into like a box or like Vivian says, a fishbowl and all of these different (laughs) belief systems and ideas of everyone around us starts pouring in. And we don't necessarily have a choice in that moment to decide what is our truth and what isn't because we take on those truths of other people, of society, of our churches, of our friends, of our, you know, aunts and uncles, of our parents, of our siblings, of people just around, right, of TV. And we have all these beliefs depending on where we were raised and our culture and things like that. And until we decide to jump out of the fishbowl and jump into the ocean or open the box and see that there's an entire universe available to us to rewire those belief systems. We hold on to these beliefs and sometimes those beliefs aren't even yours. Right. They're other people's. And I think that's the important thing of understanding where does your fear of tapping in or where does your fear of connecting to demons come from? Is it from religion? Is it from your family? Is it from the shows and TV mm-hmm. and movies. And I think that brings us into like movies and the depiction that they create. Um, you know, they're not called programs for no reason. Just saying. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 I think it's becoming even more popular too in the more recent years. Like, I don't know. I feel like it really started becoming more and more and more popular on when the It reboot came out and then there were all the clowns that were running around attacking people. And it's just become bigger and bigger and bigger. And even with American Horror Story, that show, it's just become yeah. such a big thing that people are really drawn into. You know what movies really, really um, fucked me up? Hmm. <laughs> Paranormal Activity. You know those movies where they're like it's like a true story and they show you from the 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 video cameras in the house? Yeah. Those movies really messed me up cuz I've seen some scary shit, like literal scary shit in my life, like physically real shit. Um and those movies triggered me so bad, but there was something about them. It's like this cool thing to do. You know, you have your friends over when you're teenagers and you watch scary movies and scare the shit out of yourself for freaking days. And then from that point forward, you're like, "Well, I have demons living in my house because you create this whole perception and reality of what's going on. The right? one I really remember, and we watched this as teenagers, like this was part probably around the time we were watching Paranormal Activity, was we watched The Fourth Kind. 
And it was actually about oh, alien it, abduction. <laughs> oh my god! And no, no, no! That movie. You fucked and me. I. I forgot about that till just now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> god, I'm triggered. I'm just kidding. <laughs> sorry. Uh, oh, I'm totally yeah, you that and I really freaked out me. with that movie. Yeah, Dude. that one really messed me up for a long time. It's because they had real videos of people like quote unquote being abducted. That see that. But it opened my mind to there's more than just right and. I, I mean, I I channel a lot of galactic beings, and I know that there are low vibrational beings mm-hmm. out there. There can't be all good, yeah. Right, but there oh has God, to always movie. be the balance. But yeah, that movie. I also have heard that there's different rules now too. That certain galactic beings cannot infiltrate like that anymore. Mm. I don't know how true that is. Um, but that's something that, that I've heard, but, oh my God, I forgot about that movie. Thanks a lot. (laughs) No, it just was the way that they depicted it was very much like, it was very real. It was very scary. Um, and, and whether you are really strong and some people can watch scary movies and be like, this isn't scary. Um, but the way that they create it and the fear that they bring with it, it triggers fear within you. And then, I mean, how many of you watching this watch scary movies and then you're literally scared forever? Like you're scared for so long you don't want to sleep. You're like, oh my God, they're in my hallway. Like you think about it in the middle of the night. It creates this big like fear-based energy yeah. that then attracts more fear-based energy. And remember I was saying in part one, if you haven't listened already, part one, I was talking about energy and how when you have a little ball of fear and you keep putting more into that, you create things. Let me, okay, let me give an example. I think everyone's done this as like a kid. It's like your first time staying at home alone or you're home alone oh, yeah. or something. And you hear something outside and literally your whole reality has now become that you are about to die. Someone's about to break into your house, kill you. Your family's going to find you and you're literally screwed, right? Your ego, your mind, you literally are nauseous. Your heart's beating. You're going a million miles an hour. Someone opens the door and it's like, it's your fucking parents, you know? And you're like, oh my God, I just created a whole entire physical response, fight or flight mode, because I could have swore I was just about to be murdered when in reality, it's just your family coming home. Mm -hmm. This is the power of your mind and you can create things based on what you put your energy into. Yeah. And so this is really important about empowering yourself to understand that you can create this shit and you can also choose not to have that in your existence. I can say though, I will not, I won't touch a scary movie. Not even, nope, I haven't watched, I can't even tell you the last, I don't watch movies in general. I think we talked about this before mm-hmm. on the podcast, but I can't, I, I just won't because I refuse to even put that in my energy. I refuse to even have it there because my mind is still a human mind and I will just shit my pants it's all night. It's so I funny it. because I used to watch scary movies all the time and I was just very curious about them and I'd watch them and kind of go like, Okay, they're totally not handling that situation well. Like, I'd kind of judge. <laughs> you are not doing that. Wow, right. that was rude. Um, <laughs> Don't talk to them like that. They're gonna get you. <laughs> pretty much, that's what it started to turn into. So I was a lot less afraid of the things I was watching. Um, but when you were talking about like creating fear, it made me immediately think of Monsters Inc. And the kids and each of their own individual monsters. Like that that just makes four kids. That's four kids. That makes so much freaking sense. Like it's so true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And 
that's literally a kid movie and they're telling you that there's monsters in and under your bed there to scare you like it's just so crazy and that's just like and it's their own fears that they're like creating these monsters that look like they're their own fears they all look different and they're all assigned to those kids based off that kid's specific fear it's so crazy Uh uh-huh it's i just like had that connection right now i'm like that is so true it's not that far from the truth and that's a kid's movie right and so then these kids (laughs) are watching it i mean my son was like obsessed with it for a while um and then it's like this fear and like think about halloween right Mm -hmm. um we go into like james took um isaac into home depot like a couple weeks ago to go get something and they had a bunch of halloween decorations up he was literally talking about the scary like halloween stuff for days like yeah. the scary guy's gonna get me and i'm like oh my god all he did was see some scary things that are literally fake but it put a fear into him and i'm like i can't even shelter him i don't even know what to do like we're gonna go get his costume and i'm like Obviously, we're ahead of Halloween, right? But I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want to take him into the Halloween store because I don't I don't want to scare him for the next week or whatever, right. you know? But it's just like, it's just this thing in our, our society, at least here, right, where it's just cool to scare you. It's like this really cool thing. And it's kind of fucking weird. Right. Just think about it. Like, these weird things like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and mm-hmm. um, Freddy Krueger, like, all of this fucked up twisted stuff and people are so like addicted to it because of the adrenaline just freaking human stuff you know like it's just things that are just interesting to us which is interesting in itself to kind of watch and see but um I feel like that's where a lot of you know our beliefs and all of this stuff really comes from is it's like we see it. We're, we grow up with it. From the moment where babies, our parents are dressing us up and taking mm-hmm. us around for Halloween and there's scary things all over the place. Well, and they're also telling you like, oh, better stay in bed or the boogeyman will get you. Or like your parents literally – I remember my dad saying stuff like that to me as a kid and me going like, oh my gosh, oh my God, he's not wrong. The boogeyman – I can't step on the floor is because gonna the get boogeyman's going to grab my legs. Right. I don't know. For some of you that have kids out there, if you're struggling with like fear of monsters, something I learned from my mom and being a nanny with little kids I was taking care of was I would um, get a spray bottle. Just put water in it. You could put some essential oils like my mom used to do, lavender, because it was very calming. And she decorated the bottle and made it look all cool, like it was a magic potion that we could spray around my room, and it would keep all of the monsters away. And looking back at really what she's doing is setting the intention of protecting myself, and I'm also setting that protection. No monsters are going to get me. I'm safe. I am protected. And I'm doing that action and it was literally teaching me protection without knowing I was being taught that. Yeah. Exactly. And And it helped so much being a kid and all the kids I nanny, they're like, where's the monster spray, you know? And that helps. that's intention. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That is intention. That's where we're saying where you put the energy is where it's going to go. So if your energy is in, I'm scared because I watched this movie and now I'm afraid my house is haunted – you're going to create that. You right. are. You're going to wake up and you're going to hear shit, whether it was just the dishwasher going or whether it actually was something in your house messing with you. You have created that. You've put that energy into that. But if you're 
setting the stage of like, I'm cleansing and clearing and everything is good. I'm safe. Whether it's just water or not, you've put in that intention and that is what you create, right? For a kid, obviously it makes more sense because they don't know it's just water. Right. But we do this all the time when we cleanse our houses. Mm Mm-hmm. Anybody it was basically like believe, staging my room. Not realizing. anybody, anybody who doesn't believe could easily say you're just burning a piece of wood for Palo <laughs> Santos, or you're just burning mm-hmm. sage, right? Right. But we have this intention, and we have this knowledge, or whatever. We have this belief system, I should say, that it's cleansing and clearing the energy. Yep. And that's what it does because intention is everything. And that is the whole thing with fear around connecting your intention of who you're connecting to, and also intention on what you're going to put your energy into. Are you going to focus on the fact that your house is haunted to create things that actually are haunting it? Or are you going to focus on the intention that your house is filled with the angelic realm and presence and that you're completely guided and safe throughout your day? Right. You know, which one is it going to be? Right, 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 right. How interesting, huh? Yeah. You know, I was going to say you could do one step further, even like if you have, um, uh, kids or whatever um you could even like if they're into crystals or if you have crystals and stuff you could put like a few black tourmalines or things like that in the water and it actually would charge the water and it could be a really clearing and yeah. <laughs> cleansing thing actually do um, it with purpose not just like yeah I, said. Well, I mean some essential oils too are beneficial for totally. protection like peppermint is a really great one or cinnamon right. as well so you but could do that even- but yeah with crystals that's brilliant Right. And, but think about like holy water. That's just water that is charged. So exactly. really water is fine. You know, you could just do water. But water is very cleansing. Yeah. If you think about the <laughs> elements and yeah. I did that for my nephew. He has always been like afraid because he's very in tune. Um, and he was at my house one day, like he didn't even want to go to the bathroom by himself. And so I was like, hey, I have these, clen- you know, these crystals. And when you carry it with you, you'll be okay. And for the rest of the trip, he was totally fine That's to awesome. go as long as you have the crystal. So there's so many things you can do like for kids and honestly for yourself even, you know, intention is literally everything. Um, And your beliefs that you give to these things are also Mm -hmm. really, really important. Yeah. hundred percent. How interesting. I guess I do that too with my little sister. Like I give her crystals all the time to help her with her anxiety. And I teach her to set those Mm -hmm. intentions into them. Yeah, this is like totally off topic, but it's about this. I had a bunch of green um, adventuring and that's good for like attracting money. Mm -hmm. And I intentionally, I asked my brother-in-law, I was like, you want a crystal that's going to help you attract money? And he was like, duh. And I'm like, okay. So just a small tumbled one. And I, you know, put the intention that it would do that. And I gave it to him and Literally, like the next day, he got a raise, and then he got like so, like all this money just started pouring in. And That's he's awesome. Like, I'm never putting this crystal down, like all this stuff, right? So he had so much belief in that crystal, right? Well, I had the same crystal. I bought like six of them at a time. I had the same one, and that shit didn't work for me at all. <laughs> and it's just all about intention. That was probably a, almost a year ago now um, that I gave him that crystal, if not more. He still the other day was like, "Look, I got my crystal." He still carries around every single day. It's so funny. We're both sitting here with crystals too in our hands. Like know, as we're I recording and talking. It, actually, I was like, I just was. Um, I've been like sitting it, here, fiddling so <laughs> with the crystals. She's got one. So funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, it's just so. It's just so cool. But but once again, this this episode should be called "Power of Intention." <laughs> yeah. Um. 
or power of fear part two intention um because it truly is everything it mm-hmm. really really is well it's just like we were talking in part one like the intention that you set with using any tools or the intention that you set when you're just channeling even meditation We've talked about astral traveling. We set all kinds of intentions and protections and anything we could do to help protect ourselves during that time. And it's all very important in any aspect of anything that you're doing. Even like day to day, like get up in the morning, set your intentions for the day. I'm going to have a good day. Right. It makes leaps and bounds, you know, just in your day to day practice, not just protection and things like we're talking here specifically. Exactly. Yeah. I think kind of going off of that, like the power of two, like what you say can also be like out of fear, certain things that you say towards people. And we talked a little bit about this on episode one, but unintentionally you can cause harm to people by the things that you say if you're like out of fear, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, out of, to yourself, to other people. I mean, oh yeah. let's just even talk about like for self, right? When you're right. speaking certain things over yourself, your words literally create a vibration. That's like science, right? There's mm-hmm. a vibe, there's a wavelength of wavelength, is that right? Wavelength. Yeah, whatever she said. <laughs> there's that that comes out <laughs> that comes out that I don't know science, guys, okay, but you know what I'm saying? Like, and mm-hmm. the point is is that you put this stuff out there and once again, it's energy. Yeah. It's so you like speak things over your life, over yourself. You say like walking around like, oh, I'm an idiot or I'm stupid or oh, I'm so ugly or oh, I'm fat, right? You okay, but yeah, let's put it in terms of watching like some of these scary movies. I'm scared or I am – I don't even want to say some of this stuff, but like being having those fears <laughs> of being haunted or like my house is right. or, or saying some of those things. Or, That's exactly, exactly what we're trying to say is like it creates that like – that is an intention that you are setting, therefore creating that and putting that out into the universe. Right. It's just like when people say I'm blocked from my gifts. I can't connect. It's like, well, of course you can't because you're putting that. You're putting that out there. You, you, you've you now created yourself a block. You're not blocked. You are connecting. You're just not quite aware of how or you're not open to knowing how right now because you're telling yourself that you can't and that you're blocked. You know, it's, it's with everything in your life. I'm poor. Mm-hmm. I can't make money like they can. I'm I, oh. I'm never going to have enough time in the day, right? Right. I'm too I'm busy. I'm always tired. Yeah, yeah. It's like we create our reality, people. Right. Just so I'm not fun to be say. around. I'm bored. I Like I am is literally drawing mm-hmm. those things to you. Law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Holly talks a gonna lot about love. this. Yep. Right. I don't know why I don't teach it, you know. (laughs) Would be smart if you did, you know, maybe have a couple classes or something. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I'll think about it. (laughs) It really is huge and it's all about your your belief systems. And that takes us back. I can't even remember. We've been recording for so long. I don't know if I talked. We talked about beliefs around um, why you have fears. That was in this episode. (laughs) Um, but it goes back to like looking at your beliefs and, and saying, okay, where did these come from? Where did I even get this fear? Right. Because for me, I got the fear from, yes, I saw certain things in my life, but also it was because of what I was told. It was, it was that, uh, psychics were wrong. Mm -hmm. They were, um, you know, not ethically, you know, they, 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 
they would tell you bullshit, right? Nothing ever came true. They were tapping into demons, tarot cards. Oh my God, don't even talk about a tarot card. Right. You know, crystals are just schizophrenic. Like that's all it really is. Yeah, I heard that a lot. Right. So it's like, um, you hear this stuff and you make it your truth. So of course, when you you begin to open yourself up for the first time or in the beginning, and you've always been told these things, of course, that's something you're going to have to look at. You're going to have to heal. You're going to have to rewire. This mm-hmm. is where we look at shadow work. And, and those of you that are moving through that process, it's okay that you're moving through that. It's something that your soul wanted to evolve away from. And it's just something that you have to work with while you are, you know, doing that. And, um, but that's a huge thing and it takes time for you to to be okay with that. And the more that you create like this belief system around, I'm going to connect to something bad. It's like, you're not, it's, it's a lot easier to protect yourself than I think that you think you can even light a candle with the intention of bringing in protection and that's it. And you, you're good to go. <laughs> I have a great story too, about using a candle, um, specifically dealing with shadow figures mm. that I was absolutely terrified of. I thought I had some sort of like crazy haunting going on in my house. We had, um, like just moved into this house. We were up in Canada and above the laundry room door, there was like this Japanese box that had these two little doors on it and covered over that was um, scripture in Japanese. I don't know what it said. Mm-hmm. But my mentor came over and she was like, do you ever get like weird feeling about that box? I was like, oh yeah, I'm terrified to walk in the garage, like walk through the doorway that was underneath of that box. Mm-hmm. She was like, I would definitely go bury that and put that in the earth. And I was like, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to touch no. that thing. No, thank you. So I didn't do anything Be about it. Guest. Yeah. Yeah. And I started thinking about it more and more and more and more. And one day I noticed the door opened. One of the little doors opened to that box. Mm, I was like, what in the actual world is going on? And I started seeing – more of this figure around my house and it was really making a presence. At this point, I was seeing things a lot more frequently and becoming more aware of my gifts. So I was already well into my spiritual awakening and I'd moved to this new place. I just got a new mentor and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not equipped to handle this. I don't know what's going on. And I really started to let that fear gain full control over me to the point where this thing started becoming physically active with moving things around Mm. my room, around the house. Um, It got to the point where I fully acknowledged it and I got mad and threw everything off my desk. It was insane the power that I gave this figure. Right. I was so traumatized that I couldn't even get up. I was just pounding on the wall to my brother to get him to come in. I'm in the room in the dark. I'm just like trying to connect with this thing, figure out what it is. And he came running in and he's like, what's going on? What's going on? I was like, I need you to come here and sit with me. I'm, I'm scared. And so he sat with me and I was like, can you feel this presence? Like just feel the energy in the room. Like he saw there's all sorts of stuff all over my room. I'm not really telling him what's going on. And he's like, it just feels like weird for sure. And I was like, okay, I need you to go get some supplies for me. <laughs> uh-huh. It's on. <laughs> go get me some salt. Go get me a candle and go get me some matches. And I was like so afraid to move. I could not move. I gave this thing so much power in that moment. Looking back, I'm like, 
gosh, the things I wish I would have known in that mm-hmm. moment, you know, could have been so powerful. Thank God, too, it right. wasn't as terrifying of an entity as I thought it was. I really didn't know what I was dealing with at the time. And so he comes back and I was like, okay, I'm going to make a circle. We're just going to do this in the carpet. Because I started with witchcraft. That was some of my basics yeah. was salt circles and protection and things like that too. So I had him sit with me because I knew blood magic was also really powerful. And um, he sat with me and we had a candle right between the two of us, just a simple white candle, put a salt ring around. And just intuitively, I was like, we just need to imagine a white light from the candle filling the whole house, pushing this out of our space. It is no longer welcome here. And I had him do Mm -hmm. it with me and the two of us did it and we opened our eyes at the same time. It probably took us five minutes to like really visualize this and get into our space. Same Mm -hmm. time we opened our eyes and felt just like such a wave of peace. And Mm -hmm. we were both like, this whole thing is gone. Like we knew it was gone. I had no problems after that. I was able to go ahead and take down that box. I didn't have this fear of taking down the box. And Right at that point, it's just a box. It's just a box. There's no energy attached. There's no energy attached. But I gave this – it was just a shadow figure, residual energy, (laughs) so much power – that it was becoming scarier and scarier and scarier. And all I needed to do was just center myself and say, hey, you're not welcome here. You have no power here in my house. This is a safe space and you're not welcome if you're not here right. for if, the highest good. Not, exactly. If you're not here for the highest good, then you got to go. You got to go. With so much love. Right. So sorry. Right. Right. And we just did it with sitting there with a the candle and setting that intention really is what we did in that moment setting that intention of the candle and talking to this entity and just saying, you know, with love and light, bye. And it left. Right. Yeah. So that's my experience with candle intentions and things like that too. But it was terrifying at the moment. And looking back, I'm like, I got so, so, so worked up over something I could have just set boundaries with from the beginning. Right. You know? But it it is scary though, you know. Mm-hmm. Like in those moments, it's really, really it's terrifying. Um, you're, because it's something that, and that's where it gets interesting. Because it's like I um, low vibrational energy, I feel manifests physically much easier, obviously, yes. than a higher dimensional because of where we live. Right, we live on a three D planet, and so a twelve D um, energy from the angelic realm is not going to show up in physical form because it would have to literally lower its vibration that much. Like, right. you know, um, and also it goes into like, you know, some people are like, oh, I want to see an alien right in front of me. Well, their energy is so heightened and yours is so low because of where you are. All of that shit within you would have to raise to the surface and it would be just overwhelming for you because you wouldn't be able to handle all of that like energy. Mm-hmm. But but low vibrational energy, I mean, we're in a 3D realm. So that stuff can manifest much easier to the physical eye. Um, and that's how. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. What the hell was that? My Your computer's Alexa. talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so you see that kind of stuff, I think, easier. And, and that's just kind of my perception. I don't even know if that even is true or makes sense, but it makes sense in my brain. So yeah, I'm just it does. saying it. Yeah, holiology. Um, <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> I really need to. Um, but yeah, so it, it's it's really, it's so, it's so crazy. I've experienced a lot 
especially in my younger years I have a lot of like people that I'm kind of connected to still like some mm-hmm. of them I am connected to some of them like not so much but they know like things that I experienced at a young age because yeah. they were around we used to go on haunted drives and try to find those places Dude, right but it's that perfect example that it's like this cool thing to do and at right. the time you know and yeah maybe it is cool I don't know who knows maybe one day Vivian and I will go to we'll be ghost adventures <laughs> dude that would be actually kind of fun if we went to um Estes Park what the hell is that place called oh we should we should do it overnight like what you guys want to have a podcast special of us at the uh, Stanley Hotel no dude we could vlog it and put it up on YouTube that'd be crazy that would be so fun. We really well, could. everybody sound off if you want us to do this. The Stephen yeah. King novel, The Shining, that scary movie is based off of this hotel, The Stanley Never hotel. seen it. I won't do it. I've seen <laughs> it. I had to study it in film school. I'm going to put something on Facebook. I'm going to see if people would be into doing that. Would you be into watching a video on Vivian and I staying in the Stanley Hotel? We would need someone to video it for us. We need a, we need a videographer. Well, we'd someone. probably have to bring Kaylee, who hosts a podcast called Going Mad. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And we'd have Kaylee to do to a podcast collaboration. Yes. And we could do, like, a whole t- YouTube video. Mm-hmm. That'd be so fun, like a documentary. It's oh, you happening. know she would be down. She's stayed there before. I, she goes she for her birthday like every thing. year. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had a really crazy experience there during a ghost tour once. I've never um, been. I've never been. Shut up. I've never been. It's I've so only I love been that place. Colorado. I've never stayed. Never okay. stayed. Um I usually stay at a different place. It's like really beautiful. But honestly, the entirety of Estes Park has energies there. Mm-hmm. Um but the Stanley Hotel, James and I, every time we go to Estes, we go there either to, like, have a drink there at the restaurant or eat there. Um, but we did a ghost tour once. How cool. And I experienced some crazy things because I'm very, very uh, gifted, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I didn't put in protection. And, of course, I was, like, the biggest lighthouse, right? And um, I actually got ran out of the concert hall by an energy who didn't like women specifically blonde women and she Mm. told us that and i couldn't even stay in the basement because of how bad it was wow yeah and i saw like figures in the windows when we were walking up to the Mm -hmm. buildings and then she would like describe who the people were that were haunting that room or whatever and it was what i saw crazy we should go it'd be really fun i i'm down I'm not like, here's the thing. I'm not afraid of this stuff, right? Like there's been things even that's happened in my house, like not recently, but Somewhat. like a couple, couple years ago. ago. Yeah. Like I had some situations where I was dealing with low vibrational energies um, through connection, because here's another thing. If you're talking to people who are also experiencing low vibrational energies and you're tapping into that, that shit can come to your house. Right. <laughs> um, okay. I should be mindful with what I'm saying, because I feel like we may be different because of what we do. So I should be careful with what I say because I don't want to scare anyone. And my gifts specifically, spirits port in and out of me a heck of a lot. Yeah, you little portal. <laughs> so I const- like I can very easily bring spirits through and put them back out on the other side, like very, very easily. Right. And so and I work a lot yeah. with the angelic realm. 
of helping them go from that low vibrational energy, especially if it's residual energy from past people, I can grab, like, help them move to the other side. Me, uh, you know, assisted majorly by the angelic realm, obviously, specifically Michael. Um, and that's one of the biggest things is I think that kind of leads into, oh, well, I guess I didn't tell my story. It was just that I was in the living room. I had just connected with someone who had just really dealt with someone who actually was pretending to be someone else mm -hmm. um, who had passed away. And it ended up being a residual. It wasn't the person that passed that, sh that was connected. It was um, a... It was like a residual energy that had connected to him when he was here on Earth, but was showing up as him. Right. Um, and he presented himself while she was like under the influence of alcohol. And so mm -hmm. I think that that also had a lot to do with the situation and it quickly turned. This is where I say you would know because it will quickly be it, it, it can't pretend for long, especially no. if you're of the light. It can't pretend for long to be like, oh, I'm this person. Then you tap into them and they it becomes demanding. It becomes mean. And it became a whole thing that she was dealing with that ended up coming to my house that I had to, you know, do some protection around and, and things like that. And anyways, um, shortly after that, I, I had cut that veil and cord and everything and I was in my living room and I heard, um, it sounded like, you know, like a steel sink, a steel sink, a metal sink. Mm -hmm. Um, and you like throw like a fork in there, you know, like you toss a fork in a sink and it makes a loud bang. Well, that happened. Yeah. I was home alone. And, you know, now I'm like, mm -mm. you know, I got mm -hmm. up and at that point I was like, nope, we're not doing this. We're not playing this game. You're not welcome here. You know, and this, I think this kind of leads us into the way to approach these situations. Yes. Um, I think it's the last thing we kind of want to talk about in this episode is yeah. the way that you connect and the um, approach of coming with the approach of respect. And well, and how movies show it, right? It's like, get out now. Well, that's how, right. And that's how we're taught in right. some religion as well, is that, oh, well, we're better and we have more power and so on and so forth. But that's not necessarily the case. I hate to right. be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> right. Um, and so, yeah, it's definitely about, okay, there, there's a quick boundary that needs to be laid here that you are not welcome here and that this is not, um, okay. Right. Right. Um, but also, I understand that you are also an energy because humans make good and bad. I'm not saying that, you know, bad energy that we think of bad is actually good. I'm just saying it is what it is. It's energy. Um, and in that moment, you may even be able to be that person to help that energy move to the light, right? So, or in that moment, it's showing up as dark energy when really it's just confused and lost. So there's so much that goes into this. But approaching energies with respect mm -hmm. is huge, not just dark energy. And Any. I'm not saying, and, and you know, this could be triggering for some people, but it's true. You know, you have, you can't go to these energies and be like, you got to get out right now. I have more power than you. Well, if you're moving from a place of anger and fear and upset, mm -hmm. you're kind of just vibrating on the same level. Level. And they're going to be like, interesting, really? Because like, I don't know. I think <laughs> who are you to tell me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Look at what you're doing right now. You know, yeah, like really. Um, and so that's why being empowered, of like, you know, thanks for being here for whatever reason, but you got to go. And not everybody can do this, and that's okay. That's why there's people out there that that come in and do cleansings and 
and stuff like that, right? There's so many like extreme stories that we could go into, but um, right. The point is, is you can do it in a place of empowerment, setting strong boundaries very quickly while also still having somewhat of respect and not pissing them off. Right. (laughs) Right. Just as simple too is like, hey, you know what? This is my house and if you are not here for my highest good and for love and light, please leave. You're not welcome. No entry. Return to sender. Exactly. And, and, and they will, you know, they, they will, they, they, they have to, um, unless it's like really extreme cases, like I said, and honestly, if that's the case, reach out to someone who, who specializes in those types of things. Mm -hmm. I don't personally play in those realms often. You know, I've had people ask if I can help with readings with people, you know, or things going on in their house. It's just not my specialty. I would rather stay in my lane with the light and just Mm -hmm. handle the dark when it comes in. Um, But there are people out there who specialize in doing that and they know what they're doing and they can really bring a lot of peace to not only your home and to you, but to the the spirit that's clearly struggling um, in some way or another. Yeah. And a lot of the times it technically does tend to be a medium that will assist you with those types of things because they're the one who needs to be able to communicate with the the soul and help them find the light is typically they're just lost and need to be led in the right direction. Right. And that was happening. I actually did a house cleansing for someone who was like their, the daughter was really getting freaked out. She's really sensitive. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, I don't, I don't mind. And so I did. And the first room I went into, I found him and Mm. he was, he was showing up very scary. I, did I talk about this in a podcast already? I don't think so. Well, he was showing up really scary. And I was like, okay. You know, and it, at the time I, I have now, now where I am in my path now, mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't freak me out like that, you know? Right. Nowadays, if that kind of stuff comes in, I quickly put in, you know, I'm like, okay, hi, no, um, you know the rules. <laughs> but with this, I knew I was going to experience something obviously because it was happening physically, but um, the the person that was under the dark energy that it kind of manifested as it almost just like it looked like a dark tornado. Mm, yeah, it came through as someone. Um, I, I knew the people I was cleansing for, so I actually knew the soul mm. that was there, and it knew. That's interesting. Knew that yeah, you it, knew who it was. Yeah. Yep, and it knew that I would be able to help it. It was so scared. It was so lost. It died. He died very tragically very tragically. And, um, I was like, it's okay. You know, you're safe now. And I, I called in Michael and we, we, he, I watched him morph into the light and, um, it's just so crazy. It really is. Yeah. That's crazy. But what a beautiful story. You know, I think it's always beautiful when they find the light. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Of course. And if they don't want to find the light, then that's when it's like, okay, well, you got to go. Right. <laughs> as simple as that, because we're not letting you stay here. Um, I'm just going to say one last thing, too, is like when it comes to respect, is even respecting like the light as well. I think it's really important oh, yes. people do, too, you know, like majorly. I, I posted something on my Facebook group about how um, like energy workers, you know, when, when we're doing energy healing, you can you know, at the end, I always hold the circle. And at the end, I always put that energy down into the earth. And I had a few comments on there um, who were expressing their opinion, which is great. 
And uh, one of them said something like, you know, she's doing just fine. Like, who do we think we are? It's coming from her, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, the reason why I'm saying this is because there is still a respect factor of the energies that we're working with and connecting to as well. This concludes our part two of The Power of Fear. You can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Small Shifts Podcast. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.